It's Saturday, September 11th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden on Friday marked the 20th anniversary of September 11th terror attacks with a pre-recorded message in which he recognized the lives lost and the loved ones they left behind and called for national unity. It's so hard whether it's the first year or the 20th, he said in the six-minute video released by the White House on the eve of the anniversary. Quote, children have grown up without parents and parents have suffered without children. Husbands and wives have had to find ways forward without their partners in their lives with them. Brothers and sisters, uncles and aunts, loved ones and friends have had to celebrate birthdays and milestones with a hole in their heart, end quote. Biden said that he and First Lady Jill Biden hold those who lost family members and loved ones in those attacks close to their hearts. On the economic front, inflation at the wholesale level climbed 8.3% last month from August 2020, the biggest annual gain since the Labor Department started calculating the 12-month number in 2010. The Labor Department reported Friday that its producer price index which measures inflationary pressures before they reach consumers, rose 0.7% last month from July after increasing 1% in both June and July. Inflation has been stirring as the economy recovers from last year's brief but intense coronavirus recession. Supply chain bottlenecks and a shortage of workers have pushed prices higher. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell has called the price spikes temporary and has warned of the dangers of the central bank raising its benchmark interest rate prematurely, potentially stalling the economy's comeback. Food prices were up 2.9% last month after falling in July. Over the past year, wholesale food prices have climbed 12.7%, including surges of 59.2% for beef and 43.5% for shortening and cooking oil. In other news, a federal judge ordered Apple to dismantle a lucrative part of the competitive barricade guarding its closely run iPhone app store, but rejected allegations that the company has been running an illegal monopoly that stifles competition and innovation. The ruling issued Friday continues to chip away at the so-called walled garden that Apple has built around its crown jewel, the iPhone, and its app store without toppling it completely. The 185-page decision from U.S. District Judge Yvonne Gonzalez-Rogers also provided Apple with some vindication. The judge didn't brand Apple as a monopolist or require it to allow competing stores to offer apps for iPhone, iPads, or iPods. While parts of her decision raised questions about whether Apple's fees were driving up prices for consumers, Gonzalez-Rogers left the fee structure intact and upheld the company's right to block other stores from offering apps for its iPhone. She sided with Apple on every other key point of the case. And Walt Disney said on Friday it will release Eternals, West Side Story, and the rest of its 2021 films exclusively in theaters before sending them to streaming, a show of confidence that moviegoing will rebound. The company had experimented during the pandemic with debuting some movies on the Disney Plus streaming service at the same time they ran in theaters. Cinema operators have been closely watching how Disney, which has dominated movie box offices in recent years, 
would handle its upcoming slate as the Delta variant slowed audiences' return to multiplexes. Disney's most recent film, Marvel's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, just set a Labor Day weekend record with $94.7 million in ticket sales at U.S. and Canadian theaters. The film, featuring a predominantly Asian cast including Simu Liu and Aquafina, played only in cinemas. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.